Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Cult Classic Podcast. Winter Olympics edition. Winter. Okay, that was Superman. Superman. Okay, what is that? It's it's a score that's been done by John Williams before. Uh, I'm Cameron Jones with my co host, Mark Nussel. Jordan Jones. Uh, As you heard, we're a little prelude, and by the title, if you clicked on it, we're doing a little bit of a Winter Olympic stretch here for the next couple weeks in celebration. Um, We're kicking it off with a family favorite. Nope, we already did Cool Runnings. Nope. We're kicking Thanks off. for listening to Cool Runnings. We're kicking it off with a little bit of a newer one, the 2016 film, Eddie the Eagle. Inspired by true events, Michael Eddie Edwards is an unlikely but courageous British ski jumper who never stopped believing in himself, even as an entire nation was counting him out. With the help of an unconventional coach, Eddie takes on the establishment and wins the hearts of sports fans around the world. From the guy who brought you Rocket Man and Kingsman, starring Taron Egerton, Hugh Jackman, Joe Hartley, and Keith Allen, and a sneaky Christopher Walken. This is a paint-by-the-numbers movie, sports movie. But you know what happens when you paint by the numbers? You get a picture you can see at the end, and yeah. it's pretty nice. It's a real good like, look oh, look at that. It's a sports movie. I like it. Inspired by a dream come true. If you listen to our episode of Cool Runnings, you'll know that this is another true story that has very little truth to it. (laughs) Like any good based on true story, you need to add six characters to make it a movie. The most important thing in the Olympic Games is not the winning, but the taking part. The important thing in life is not the triumph, but the struggle. Says losers. Hmm. The hysterical true life story of Britain's most famous ski jumper and his journey to Olympic fame. If you thought, after watching Cool Runnings, that the 1988 Calgary Games couldn't possibly have another loosely based off true story, you were wrong. Just like the people that doubted Eddie the Eagle. Ha <laughs> ha! I don't know. I don't know. Eddie the Eagle. Alrighty, cast and crew. This movie was directed by Dexter Fletcher. He also directed uh, the Elton John bio flick. Okay, Rocket so I, Man. Rocket Man. It's seeming like a lot of company men working here together. We got the Kingsman workers. Kingsman, we got, he also did Kingsman. It seems like if you work with Taron Edgerton, then you maybe have worked with him on another film. Yeah. So nice. Um, we, we like Dexter that. Fletcher was a producer on uh, Bohemian Rhapsody as well. I feel okay. like you can kind of tell by the way the film is shot. Yeah. There's some Rocket Similar. Man in there. Music by Matthew Mar- Margeson. I really liked the score in this. Well, I was about to say, I can't remember the score as much as it had a couple just good montage songs. It had like an okay. Oh, it, it definitely had Hall and Oates, and yeah. I'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah well, there's a whole Hall and Oates section. I, about to say, we'll I, I can only really think of montage songs in this, but I can't think of the is score. Hall this is Hall and Oates. Um, definitely the one which. You make a my dreams. Which is like almost yeah. a joke montage, but we'll get to it. This is borderline Hall and Oates, uh, The Graduate. <laughs> or Holland Oates, the um, Harold and Maude. What did we listen to in that one? Who's who's that movie? Uh, Cat, Cat, Cat Stevens. Stevens. <laughs> we didn't get the wind, or we did get the wind. I don't know. It was a joy. Just for a timeline, this does predate Kingsman. Predates uh, Eddie the Eagle mm-hmm. as far as the director actor relationship. Right, right. And then they go on to Rocket Man, uh, starring Taron Egerton. He plays Eddie the Eagle Edwards. I mean, we've already brought up Rocket Man, Rocket Man, Kingsman. Kingsman. Just for the record, he does sing. Yeah, does he? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, He does the. He sings all of Rocket Man. Like he does. Oh, I guess that would make really. Mm -hmm. So he's a good singer. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he sounded like. I like how that turned into he can sing. To like, oh wow, he can sing. No, I think he he, can. I don't know if he's done musical theater. It seems like he could have. 
I'm sorry, I bumped my wires if you're listening at home, and I've got scolded with someone's eyes. Someone's finger was wagging at me. It's... I'll get to that later, uh, the, that he sings for himself, but I think that just based on the rules of getting nominated for an Oscar, Taron Edgerton should have gotten nominated for playing Elton John. He what a did name. his own Taron. sing. Taron Edgerton. Sounds pretty British. Yeah, but it wasn't a great movie, but we'll get on to that. Uh, the mom is played by Joe Hartley. The dad is played by Keith Allen. I wasn't too familiar with their works, but they... They're in some English, stuff. British TV mm-hmm. stuff. and Okay. So Hugh Jackman is in the movie. I mean, you know who Hugh Jackman is. I mean, X-Men, that shitty robot movie reason, well, 10 years ago. Greatest show Jean on Valjean. Earth. Jean Valjean, Les Mis. You know who he is. Logan Wolverine. That one's, that one's, that one's that really one's good. That's a good movie. Good actors. <laughs> good actors. <laughs> who else should I list? I mean, there's a cameo with Christopher Walken. It's small, well, no, but... The thing you gotta do... <laughs> can't a, help. A, cu- a couple of mice fell in a... This one's unique. This is almost borderline. A bucket of cream. Entirely whisper. Yeah. I don't know if he talks above a murmur in this movie. I mean, that's pretty much Cameron, it, though, for the cast. Well, the all... thing about Christopher Walken. No, it's, I've never been a thing. <laughs> Mike gets dubbed Christopher Walken. I turned into that somehow. <laughs> yeah, Cameron did a Mike Tyson earlier for the first time, yeah, it and it was, it was great. It was spot on. Oh, we're gonna to compliment myself, it was like that one time I did Bane well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that is really about it. Sort it, of a... I, I mean, mean there, it's, there's it's obviously more, but... Yeah, there's a lot of side characters, but none of them have really this too much. This is practically a two movie, two man two show, two character yeah. movie. I agree. For all oh, this is kind of fun. It fits fits a little bit in cast, fits a little bit unverified. But the um, young Eddie and sort of teen oh, yeah. Eddie are they're they're brothers. So yeah, I saw that. I mean, it's always good in casting when kids when you can actually get a family just to you know make it a little closer. Jack and Tom Costello. Costellos, nice. kids. That's think the, about that's this though. Say we did that, there's a four-year difference. I'd be like, man, he got way shorter. <laughs> or whatever. You know, we don't look alike. I'm not saying we're quite to twins level like, uh, Danny, like DeVito. Danny DeVito Ar- Arnold, but, you know, we look differently. <laughs> uh, it was a tight cast. Pretty tight cast in this one. Let's move on to Unverified. Welcome to Unverified and the Cult Classic Podcast Movie Phone. The date is January 26, 2016, and also in theaters at this time, you could have seen The Boy, that one with the creepy doll and the man living in the walls. I don't even remember that. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that in theaters. Uh, the Revenant with uh, Leo. Great big, actor. Good ah. movie. Uh, the Fifth Wave, uh, based on a book series, alien stuff. I read the book after the movie. Uh, Dirty Grandpa. With De Niro. <laughs> I had a lot of high hopes for that, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did. I don't know why. Wait, why am I thinking of the Johnny Knoxville? No, you're thinking that's Bad, bad Grandpa. grandpa. Different. Okay. Also, but that's great. Bad Santa. Great. That's good. Bad Santa. <laughs> uh, Finest Hour, the Chris Pine movie. Not a great movie, but Chris Pine deserves our respect. That's like they work on an oil well? No, that's the Mark Ballwer one. This is where he works for like the Coast Guard, and he goes out in a storm in the 50s and saves a bunch of people. Are we talking Perfect like Storm? That. I've never seen that, you but might I might like, like that, that, but you might not. Is it, per- is it Perfect yeah. Storm? It kind of, yeah, only, okay. people, only the opposite. Everyone comes back for the most part, I think. Uh, and finally, The Forest, that scary movie about the Japanese forest, Suicide uh, Forest. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's act- a movie? Yeah. Well, actually, this is getting interesting because the later we get now in movie releases, there's so much more shit coming out. Granted, now it's all streaming, but it's Netflix. Well, we're hitting a golden kind of por- like portion here where I held off on like 15 other movies that I kind of recognized. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of things that were kind of going into theaters 10 years ago. What you just read. Remember theaters? Yeah. Going, well, going not even 10 years ago. This is like six years ago. What you just mm. read, though, is just a, a roster of movies where you would say now I'll wait till streaming. Sure. 
But there, you're like, I'll see it on a plane. Yeah, which is, well, I saw most <laughs> be on a plane. I'll definitely catch out on a plane. I saw all these movies, honestly. At the now, just real quick, once again, like the last one, Cool Runnings, I feel like we do have to mention this is loosely based on Eddie's life. He was quoted to say that about 90% of it is made up, but he still liked the film. Uh, he's in reality, Edwards. Uh, well, one, he was he wasn't uh, training overseas. He was training in he, uh, Salt Lake. He, he trained in Lake Placid. Yeah, in Lake Placid. So that was a little bit. He didn't traumatized. have one coach, which is depicted by Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman in this movie, but he had like seven coaches that helped him. It was piecemeal, is what he. Well, did. yeah, he had a string of people that reluctantly kind of helped him and didn't want to and bailed. So like that that aspect of Hugh Jackman is correct, but the but character I, what I do want to say is it looked by all of the accounts that I saw on YouTube, he uh, Eddie is a little bit of a goof to well, a lot of bit of a goof yeah. and a goon. That's pretty all accurate. But he looks like a dweeb. He, he is. I think he is a dweeb. And I'll get into Pretty some of that. Com- guy. I, I do want to talk about that in questions, comments, mm-hmm. and that'll be fun. But he was an Olympic level skier. It's not like he yeah. just did nothing. He almost made the Olympics and. He was like a ski instructor. Did that, did that he was yeah. a ski instructor somewhere. Or like? uh, pr- prior to joining the British team, he was uh, the ski race team because he was trying to get on the ski race before, obviously the jumping. Uh, he was a ski uh, instructor in in a resort in Colle di Tenda, and he in Italy. It looks like yeah. So he was a ski instructor. So that he fell right off your tongue. Yeah, uh, that sounded sure super fell, natural. Sure fell out of my mouth. Gorlami. <laughs> Gorlami. Uh, but just going back to some of the the the. The fakeness of the movie, yeah. the, the stretch. Uh, he is quoted as saying as, as um, it was excruciating, painful, and difficult that the movie didn't portray. I was sleeping in a car in cow sheds. I was in mental hospitals. I was scraping foods Damn. out. Of, I was scraping foods out of the bin, and the whole time thinking that the next jump could very well be my last. I could kill myself, and in some ways, the movie doesn't show how bad it really was. Yeah, and he didn't and, have to scrape food out of dumpsters. A lot of ways, no. the movie doesn't show how bad it really was. But that would that'd be a great movie to see too. I would love to see that movie. Yeah, heart, you yeah. Could, well, at the heart of it, Eddie. Michael, if we're talking to you, and this is not calling you out, you're a goof. So we're going to play some... Uh, you're a dweeb. You're a little bit of a dweeb, so we're going to play a little Holland and Oates and get through it. <laughs> Paint by numbers. Uh, also, kind of do our cool runnings questions before. He spent 20 months training before the Olympics. So going from just ski racing, he spent 20 months learning how to jump. I'd say they they depicted That's, the timeline yeah. about right in yeah. the movie. He's like, I've been doing this for years, so, you know. Uh, I do have some sad news about Eddie. He is alive. But uh, he had he filed for bankruptcy in 2014, right before the movie. Hopefully, the movie helped. And around the time of the movie, he Did was he really around the time of yeah, around the time of the movie, he was doing stunt jumps over cars and buses for uh, businesses. So. Oh, I have that written down too. That's funny. Yeah, so. you can. You can st- this is wildly <laughs> unverified. Megan read that he was on the hit reality show Splash, where you die. But really I think right. it might be Britain's version. I'm not sure. Honestly, we I watched the first season of that. Yeah. There's only one season. It's great. Drake Bell. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. He took it way too seriously, and he wasn't good. <laughs> I know, actually, he was pretty good, but he wasn't the best. And now he's got problems outside of diving. <laughs> outside of diving. Outside of diving, non-diving related legal problems. Uh, so you might be thinking <laughs> this film reminds you of Cool Runnings, and funny enough, in 2014, Matthew Vaughn said he was watching the movie with his children. Now, who's Matthew Vaughn? The pro- writer, writer, the writer of the okay. film. And I saw his name pop up too. I just didn't know. He, who he might was. be the producer because I saw it pop up there too. But definitely writer. Cassie but he was crew. watching Cool Runnings with his family and well, his kids in particular. And he was thinking, why doesn't anyone make another Olympic feel-good movie? And he did. You'll be happy to know that along that line, this also takes place at the same Olympic Games that Cool Runnings did, the Son 1988 Calgary Games. I was Calgary so surprised Games. to know that. 
They do make a, a small yeah. mention to it in this movie. <laughs> well, it's funny. We we all just rewatched Cool Runnings for the podcast, and uh, the costume design of the workers at the Calgary Games, that yellow jumpsuit, I'm like, that looks oddly familiar. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. Just to tout some of his accomplishments, though, after the 88 Olympics, uh, Eddie was asked in the 2010 Winnipeg uh, to carry the torch. Oh, good for him. He didn't make the team, though, did he? No. Uh, there is what was known... Yeah, he never qualified again after these Olympics. There right? is known as the Eddie the Eagle rule, where the Olympic right. committee specifically made it so that someone couldn't die on TV doing this, and they made it like... <laughs> they, they, they raised the standard from, like, 61 to, like, 100 meters, and, like, yeah. what, like what you actually compete at so that someone wouldn't get seriously they hurt. They closed his loophole. Yeah. Essentially. They, they immediately they, closed it. It was a feel-good, he made it, he didn't die on live television. So... But we can't let that happen again. So Eddie, I think he's with his two jumps, uh, he scored a combined like fifty-four point something points. And the next second to last place was a, a dude from Canada, and he had like hundred and ten points. So he and wasn't I think, even and close. I think uh, the flying Finn who won had like two hundred and forty points. Like okay, so, so like he was. He I did watch their behind. jumps. I did watch their jumps like a half an hour after I watched. This yeah, movie. I did too. It is a noticeable difference between Eddie and the, everyone the, well, else. The, there's a video where it times it up at the same time, and he lands like so much, so much further. Like just in half the time. He's got a lot more wiggle in the air too. He's <laughs> like, oh no, oh no, oh no. Uh, funny. This was the last. Uh, you might. You guys notice sometimes they're doing the V. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're doing the straight. Oh yeah, I yeah. read on this that. This was the last Olympics that they did the aerodynamics like skis forward and then Mm -hmm. it was after this and the next one that they did the v but there are some shots of a little bit of both and i forget honestly uh, before even reading that that that's the first thing i noticed i'm like wow like they're keeping their skis straight yeah yeah it was after this one that they switched that over for aerodynamics taron edgerton learned how to ski for this role uh but most importantly they taught him just the positions for like take off like the ramp and landing so at least it would look believable while he was you know posing in the forward back. back down <laughs> something like that <laughs> this is a long fact but i'm gonna read it this is straight from imdb uh this isn't my quote uh the real life eddie the eagle once recorded a song in finnish entitled moon nimin in etu which is my name is etu um, <laughs> which isn't even true even though edward doesn't speak a word of finnish uh the movie features a finnish ski jumper blah 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 let's skip ahead uh later edward record- don't do the Finns dirty Say his name. You're, you've just been doing... Mari Nauken. He's like, Mari. You didn't have to... <laughs> well, they gave me the full name. The Flying Fim. Uh, later, Edwards recorded yet another Finnish song, uh, which was called Eden's, Eden Silvella, which was on Eddie's wing. You know, a lot of times and it I seems like... I raise you up <laughs> on Eddie's wing. Is this something you know? Is no. This a thing? <laughs> no. Uh, the last one I have in, did you guys notice this, that there were a lot of shots where it seemed, uh, it's in, it's closest to you, but it's in the actual, yeah, yeah. Um, did you guys notice that there were a lot of shots of the mountain where it seemed like it was pretty sparse snow? Um, no, I didn't. No, I did. Mostly on the ramps and stuff, it seemed like you can no, see I like, noticed the on track. The ramp, the ramp wasn't much snow. That was actually a problem with shooting that just at the time there wasn't enough snow on the mountain. So they had to keep trekking it from further up in truckloads to try to at least get on the ramps. So that's why there's a lot of poking through threads and stuff. They just literally didn't have enough. I know these exist, but did you notice on the ski hill it was just like carpet? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Th- that's what I mean. Like that stuff is poking through, and I don't, I think they were trying to cover it a little more. Well, you could have fooled me. I've not watched a lot of ski jumping. Uh, let's move it on to questions, comments, animosities. Questions, comments, animosities. 
Just a question to open it up. Did you guys ever have any aspirations to be like an Olympian or like train as a kid jokingly like Eddie? Yeah. Not a winter Olympic. No, I've always been chubby. Track- Michael Phelps kind of like inspired me. Like, yeah, he- that was right around our time. Track and field, but I was really young, but like not, not really. I mean, I wanted to like be in the NBA as a kid. I knew I wouldn't. Well, actually, you know what? That's where it got me. I was pretty confident as a 12-year-old that I was going to be in the X, X Games and a professional <laughs> musician. So I think 12-year-olds like compete in the X Games. Oh, yeah. Now, like, now even they, back then. Now they're the like, gold medal competitors. Oh, so this, this wasn't... This is, this, this is the closest I have to that. It was like right after Tiger Woods um, won his first Masters mm-hmm. and like he was on Sports Illustrated or whatever. Yeah. I uh, put on one of dad's polos and like went out to the backyard <laughs> and tried to hit golf balls and I was awful. I'm like, well, I guess that's not going to happen. Uh, just a comment. Uh, Eddie's dad at the beginning has a pretty questionable van. I, I kind of forgot that that was his dad. And I'm like, don't get in that van, Eddie. Immediately, I thought that wasn't his dad, and yeah. that he, he was just trying to lure a child. Yeah, that's what it really seemed like. If you haven't seen the movie van. very recently, well, if you have, you just know. I mean, uh, <laughs> just a comment. I wish I had a family trade. Wouldn't that be nice to know that there's a fallback that we could do some drywall, Jordan? No, it doesn't sound like it was. <laughs> <laughs> or a farm. I don't know. Did you have a dream, Dad? Yeah, I wanted to be a plasterer. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's a dream. It's a fallback. It's 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 a. It's a... Was that? D- did you think we were a hundred percent gonna? Hear what his dream was later on. What his dad? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it just never came never up again. It. I think it, it was, was to, not plastering. Though. It was to watch the show Knockout and just be left alone. <laughs> I did think this going to the character of the dad, the one like, "Don't do this, Eddie. You're not good enough." Eddie was almost an Olympian, like in Skier. this movie, like twice. It's like, why hate him so much? Why hate on his dreams? Because it's not a pipe dream. Yes, we agree. You're a sad little boy that doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> well, I have your answer, Jordan. What's that? Uh, it's the beginning of the movie when they're like, do you know what you've cost us? How much money we've poured into you, Eddie? No. That's where the anger is coming from. That makes sense. Yep, I, yep, get yep, yep. That. I get Junior, that. Junior, you sold your $20,000 car or like <laughs> 70 I see a scared little boy. Yeah, yeah. Who sold his right. fucking car? Yeah, they, I got you. They have reasons to be angry. Okay, call back question then eddie's mm-hmm. not gonna be a good plasterer no no i don't even know if he can see out of his glasses well he's that, pretty short too and i feel like you just i don't know i don't know if being short has <laughs> sorry i'm a tall guy like this is just an honest question but like how did all these incredibly dangerous winter sports get started like skeleton luge bobsled this like, a good question the jump like because it was only more dangerous back in the day so like i did why think that, yeah i don't know what's crazy is like there's yeah, the luge is crazy. At least some Olympics are double like, luge where yeah. you're just like I'm in between your legs it's and all we're careening super deadly. Down yeah. yeah. At least summer Olympics like there's nothing too death defying really. And then someone said, "Hey, why don't you get on your stomach?" Hey, see that and cl- go head first. You see that cliff right there? Think you can land that? <laughs> what is crazy though is that this sport and all Olympic sports, they evolve to the point where how can the human body keep doing that? And I know that equipment gets a lot better in training, but Sean White's about to show us Jordan. I know. Is, did Winter he make it Olympics the start? I think this um, is the last one, yeah. Uh, just a comment. That's uh, awesome. I don't care how attractive you are. If I wake up and there's a stranger in my closet, house, basement, what have you, get out. You're referring to uh, Madame Rose Murda or whatever her character's <laughs> yeah. name when is. She, granted, it seems like she's lonely and just trying to uh, have sex with a young ski jumper. But uh, I guess this is just from my point. I never want a squatter. Having... I- which is weird because I've had we've had so many squatters live with us. <laughs> Maybe that's where I'm coming from. No, I thought to myself, Eddie really struggled with this lady. She hooked him up. I'm guessing he's doing some work for her, or whatever. Yeah, bar back. But I did think Eddie should have sex with her. I get the vibe he's a virgin. Oh, I would assume so by just his milk drinking. <laughs> like, okay, just also comment about the sport. I'm 
like I would be worried about my knees, but he has like Forrest Gump braces on the beginning of the movie. Yep. And even like a quote from the real Eddie the Eagle is like, oh, I had terrible knees until I was like 10, 11. Like, how did he do that? Like, can I do it, Jordan? Are my knees better than I think? No, okay. they aren't. Okay. Well, I don't know how bad you think your knees are, but this just good. proves again and again. In this movie, Eddie wanted to be an Olympian. And he quickly gave up on the summer games. He's like, that is not going <laughs> to well, happen. winter games, just skiing, downhill skis. No, what I'm saying is, though, I think they showed him, like, pole vaulting, oh, high jumping, yeah, trying, trying stuff. hurdles. And... We can agree that Eddie is not an athletic person. No. But he, I do believe, is an elite athlete. Because, obviously, to get as good as he did at jumping, he's a savant level. Or at least he's just, like, sturdy and hard to break. Crazy, just crazy enough to do it? Well, no, I'm saying... Determination. I'm just saying he can... It's like when Homer's a boxer and he can just take a beating. It's exactly like that. I'm saying his body can just really take an impact. It is exactly like that, but he still lands the jumps. Yeah. Like, I don't think that... There's some balance there. I'm just saying, like, I don't think he's a nobody, and it sounds like he was at least a decent skier. He is, though, I think the character, a goon. Yeah. Uh, Just the biggest goon, and it's funny... I watched YouTube clips following this. I'm like, I got to see what this guy's like. And they made fun of him like we all would have as a goon. And I'm like, whoo, it's harsh. But everybody seems to be having fun with it because he could laugh at himself. I mean, that's good. And uh, the, the, the biggest message I want to take from this movie is if we stop bullying, we won't have these breakthrough <laughs> can-do-it movies. We can't stop bullying goons. I no. mean, for every million Eddies that didn't make it. We got a movie out of this, Eddie, so that's good, right? That's why you're not seeing these type of movies past the 88 Calgary Olympics. <laughs> yeah, because you can't bully anymore. That's Eagle sad. Rule. I love okay. that in sports, typically in Olympics, we kind of come up with like cool fun nicknames. Nickname. Yeah. For Eddie well, the Eagle, the Flying Fin, the only, Torpedo. Only if you're really great or terrible. Sean, Sean White. The Flying Tomato. They call him the Flying Tomato, but that might be an X game. That might be from like his kid years when he was more... I mean, still a redhead, but you know what I mean. Uh, if I was a comment, a little bit of animosity, if I'm Hugh Jackman and I'm washed up in something, I'm not going to hang around the sport. I'm not going to be... Cameron, obviously, gonna... still loves it. Yeah, I get it, but I'm like not going to... like. If I'm a washed up golfer, I'm not going to be your golf pro kind of thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find something. I'm, I'm doing what John Candy did. I'm going to Jamaica. Like I... Nah, I'm going to do what Keanu Reeves did, and I'm going <laughs> to like skit shit off the head to bottom of boats and the replacements. It... <laughs> <laughs> What I'm actually confused of, I got a lot of questions about the Hugh Jackman character since he is made up. Mm-hmm. I think the other elite skiers would have known who he was. That I he think w- they do, though. Do you think? Yeah, oh, they, I they're leading up to he's a washed up alcoholic. They know who he is, I think. Well, no, because no, I think they actually, just thought he was an alcoholic. Yeah, because actually he does say they don't know who you are, do they? Well, I guess maybe you're right. They, they would. would. They Plus would. It looks like at least if, unless we're having a uh, quantum leap moment where the mirror is a different image, kept it pretty tight. Well, Jor- oh, yeah, kept it did. real. Yeah, tight. he did. Well, Jordan, I think we all know that those little new uh, Swiss or German jumpers were a bunch of little shit eaters. So, I mean, you know, so they didn't. Of course, Cake they didn't eaters, know. Yeah. Cake I, I said what I said. Biggest animosity of the movie, Hugh Jackman, when he's doing the 90-footer, and he smokes a cigarette, and he just throws it out immediately down the hill. I want you to ride that through the air, that cigarette. Throw it off bit air, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> he took like a puff. Why even light it there? That is a great scene. Cool oh, it's, it's cool. It's real fucking cool. But I'm going to contradict myself a little bit, though. There's some bad CGI in this movie. Oh, actually, that's my next note. There's the a falls. lot of CGI. Too much. Yeah, all the falls, the bodies look a little fake. Yeah, oh. the falls are really and bad. Even actually, there's a lot of there's a lot of like GoPro-ish kind of cams close up on their faces, and that looks really bad too. And as you can tell, it's they're pasting their face maybe on like another ski jump or something because it just doesn't. 
a lot of things just animosity don't... the cgi yeah. yeah yeah agreed specifically the falls um there was a couple jumps into the movie i'm like oh this isn't too bad and then the first fall i'm like what happened well it We're seems the like movie? there could be f- just footage real footage to yeah. use i mean granted the practice would be a little harder and i get why you have to cgi some of that but like even some of the real jumps aren't real like the successful no, it, jumps it, it yeah, it, fake. it's aged to where this is. It probably looked fine in 2014. And now it has, and that's just the way it is. Yeah, it's a little weird. I agree. Um, what do you think about how? And I, I like Hugh Jackman in some things. Is what do you think about his American accent? And this is nitpicking. I don't hate it. It's, it's. I don't hate it. It's that borderline. I'm almost a New Yorker. Yeah, I get that. It's a, and I get how you do it and why you do it. We'd all do well, it. Well, a lot of people they either go kind of that or they <laughs> or go southern. accidentally southern. Yeah, yeah you yeah, drift yeah. into that. But I don't know. Okay, whatever. Um. I don't think that I think his... I could respond by saying, Crikey, Jordan! Maybe he's just throwing shit on the Bobby! <laughs> I no. gotcha. I get it. But you know what I mean. It's just that weird New York thing. Actually, pretty big animosity. Pretty rude stealing your dad's work van. Like, just get a bus or something. So when Eddie uh, You're decides to follow he's his dream, for two weeks. He, he's like, I'm going to go train some more. I'm equally as impressed that at the age of 22, and I'm putting myself in the same scenario, he drove from England to Germany. Yeah. It's a different country. That would seem like tough to me. I, I guess at 22, I was doing like I mean, at, national at, drives. At eight, yeah, I was about to say, at 18, we were driving, I don't know, like Tennessee, South Carolina from yeah, Iowa. Yeah, I suppose it's not the same. But I, I mean, retract he, my statement. I will say this, though. He's doing it alone. We were at least like usually in a group and like road tripping. In so. my head, though, going country to country is much It seems different. more daunting. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, two throwaway comments here. Uh, number one, our mom should have believed in us more so we could have been Olympians. Uh, oh, I, can I counter that before you go on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually thought that based off this and a lot of other stories you hear, I think we had such a supportive family. That we could have been Olympians. No, that um, <laughs> no. If we, we, need, we needed a more negative family to be successful. Okay. Yeah. We've been nothing but told, you can do it. And we're like, sure, we can. <laughs> and then we never did. I think you need that, hey, that animosity. What? That's okay, too. Yeah, thanks, Mom and Dad. You need and, to prove somebody wrong. Yeah, we proved nobody wrong. Nobody. Uh, unfortunately, nobody right. Like, we're not... <laughs> like, the belief was nice. But no, I actually... I thought to myself in this movie, man, if Eddie would have just picked up a guitar, he would have looked like a goon, but he would have tasty licks. Oh, which actually mean? leads me to the next one. Also, Mark, I think the band needs a washed-up coach, someone who failed, and yeah. might make a couple mistakes along the way that uh-huh. we're going to have to help each other out, but yeah. in the end, we'll lift each other up. We need Tom Hanks. Oh, that'd be great, but I don't think we... That's, that's my favorite Tom Ranks role. Pre, pre-getting pre sober. I love drunk Jimmy Dugan. Okay, so as I, I like Hugh Jackman a lot of stuff, and this is going to sound like nitpicks, but, and it is. I don't get the vibe that he drinks a lot. Yeah. Or smoke. Well, he's it a, seems he's like a acting. Very, he's a high functioning he's a, alcoholic. <laughs> no, I'm saying Hugh Jackman. No, I get it. I get it. Even seems th- like he's in really good shape, and he doesn't. I don't drink a lot. He, yeah. yeah, and it shows in the scene where he's drunk, going like, "Oh, I love this sport," and he's going around. Wee! He's acting a little <laughs> yeah, too yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't buy it. I'd almost, I almost think he's straight edge. <laughs> he could be. I mean, you got to keep that. And that. his smoking is acting smoke. Yeah, very. Yeah. Pursed lips. Best smoker. Okay, there's two great smokers in cinema, in my mind. One is obviously... Um, Humphrey Bogart. Humphrey Bogart. It's as cool as it get. Then two, Sneaky Bill Murray. Watch watch Ghostbusters 1. Oh, yeah. Just let it dangle. It's Ghostbusters, fun. they are smoking quite a bit. and does really get me. You could never smoke in your life, and the show Mad Men... Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah. I don't... Pick up a... I don't. I've never been a habit. smoker, but I watched that, and then like around the same time, John I, Ham looks pretty cool smoking. Oh, any war yeah. movie is going to get me. I too. rewatched uh, Banner, Brothers. Banner Brothers. I'm like, holy shit! Uh, this is honest God question. So 
when Eddie gets, uh, they get him drunk, he's hungover and he's locked in the closet. Does he compete that same day and is he hungover or is no, that? No, I think he just missed the opening. Series. Okay, I could, well, because he's like, how much time do I have? So I wasn't sure if he was like before my event or if he was just talking about the opening ceremony. I think which just also, that's pretty shitty. That was, that actually made me mad. Yeah. I'm like, why be so mean? Why? I don't get this, right? He's already on the team. Here's my biggest. Why question. would anyone give a shit at that point? Like, who cares? Well, it's not only this. I'd be I'd be too caught up on my own thing. I get it that England has their own class system or whatever, right, right. and you may make fun of them within your group, but like, why would you be mean to him? He made it to the Olympics, you know. And on top of that, so many people. Cool can... runnings. You don't belong here, Jamaica. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I have another logistics actual question. So at the end, when Hugh Jackman sees him competing, and he's like, he's gonna do the ninety. He's in Germany, and he gets to Calgary. Like what seems oh, like yeah. a couple hours later. Granted, he's make believe anyway. It's not real, but like he made it like an inter- like a cross Atlantic flight in like six hours. Got it all set up. Got over there. Eddie competes later that night. He does a press conference and says, "I'm going to compete in the 90." And, and then that the next morning, morning, Hugh Jackman's Hugh there. Hugh Jackman's there. He's like. You did it, bud. And I left my jacket at home. I'm always going to be talking about why did, he never has a coat on the mountain. I get I don't it. Get the it. snow is fake. He's they bring got it up. It's a not jacket. always. It's yeah. his. He does not a jacket. Oh, oh, he, wears a button, he wears a button-up <laughs> shirt true. most of the time. It's Jack Daniels. That's my jacket. <laughs> um, you guys love the score. I think, or sorry, you love the soundtrack. I liked the score. Okay, you liked the soundtrack. You loved it. <laughs> what are we doing here? Mark remembered it. I, I just I don't remember the score as much as the no, soundtrack. Remember the Titans, I remember the soundtrack. It's, it's, no, it's, it's no October no. Sky. No, no, it's none of those. <laughs> I think that even though the song did have hall notes though, that's what I want to get to. I love it for the montage. We're all having fun, mm-hmm. but uh, it's not hall notes. After he makes his big landing, they have a moment that they miss where they could have a great um, score. Yeah. To, yes. And then they go to. Might as well jump, jump. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Having fun, Jordan. God, I don't think I've sworn on this podcast for a while, but that <laughs> made me do it. Like, we'll get to Hall Notes. The biggest animosity I have is I think the movie is too cute. Like you're saying, instead yeah. of it to go to a Hall Notes montage scene, which is fine, there's movies, there's time and place for that, but I would have liked a triumphant score. I don't yeah. know. I would. I agree with it. Oh, I wish it would have been taken a little more seriously. They would have been. I wish it would have been more realistic and just yeah. followed his struggle because well, it's they, an incredible story. The real story. I I'm fine with. Um, Did you guys like Rocket Man? I don't know if I like this director all that much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rocket Man's silly. It's silly, but I do like it. Oh, I do want to get to that. You though. like Elton John? You like his oh, music? Sorry, I thought we were talking. Okay, you kept saying Rocket Man. I keep thinking. You're thinking. You're thinking, thinking yeah, yeah, Disney movie where he fucking farts in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> what I've been thinking half the time. You say it. That might be called Rocket Man. As it well. is called Rocket. Okay, yeah. No, we're talking about the Elton John. Yeah, that's not as good to me. Biopic. But again, this is a popcorn movie that you're not doing. This isn't something you're walking away going like, oh, wow, but, this is a thinker. Yeah, this it's, isn't winning Oscars. Yeah, you're right. Popcorn What's movie. nice about this movie is not the genericness, that it is loosely based on a real person, and that is an inspirational story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't give up on your dreams, and at 22, you realize you should have been a plasterer. <laughs> so we talked a little bit uh, in the Cool <laughs> cool Runnings episode about what, like, what... Uh, sport we think we could like qualify in, and it just was curling. I'll sure reiterate, it turns curling. out sure Eddie fuck just proved us all wrong there. No, I'm glad I thought about this. As I was watching yeah, okay. it, and I knew it would come up. Eddie, this real guy, Michael <laughs> Edwards, Eddie. yep, 
Michael Edwards was good at skiing. We're not good at skiing. We're not almost on the British ski team. That's true, Mark. We have to get back into skateboarding and try for the X Games. Yeah, no, we'll be three times yeah, older than the gold medalist currently, but <laughs> fuck it. I'll say it again. It's curling. Taron Edgerton, I think, is an underrated actor. Mm-hmm. He's not in the best movies. Like, this one's paying by numbers. I, I, I really do like uh, Kingsman. Yeah. I can't remember the second one, but I really like the first one. The second one's a little worse. But I just think that he's on the cusp. And this isn't our category. Uh, he's not underrated because he's been in a lot of, like... He's on our radar, but I still think there's going to be a breakout role where the rest of the world's like, he's a household he name. He might not, though. Like, maybe he just won't. I don't know That's what true. it would be. But... I think he did really good, even though like the movie's not the best at Elton John one. He did all the singing and well, dancing. Yeah, I guess I mean that was the big mainstream one where he did get on everyone's radar. But I still think he's a talent bigger than that. That I don't know if he'll ever get it though. It kind of seems like, and I'll go into maybe my. How old is he? What's crazy is like his IMDb. He's like, got to be around his our first age. movie is like. 2012 so like he he wasn't a kid actor he just kind of popped onto the scene yeah, no, he just, he but he started, was a young adult actor i think he yeah. started getting into movies in like his early, early 20s. 20s probably like your guys age yeah, so now? Think maybe right a couple years us. younger yeah let's uh let's move it on to recasting recasting uh this week it seems like i uh went a little further again it's a tight one but let's start with that christopher don't Walk. act like you did you see that subtle shade <laughs> Usually, that was a microaggression, Cameron. Well, I honestly wasn't meant to be. Usually, I went a little I'm, further. I went, I went a little I, further per usual again. You might have done it last week. What did we even do last week? Not pretty well, yeah. Hey, oh, hey. you hey. had a good, and you I'm had gonna, a good Sanka. I'm going to defend Mark. He's normally the deepest. He might even <laughs> yeah. do the understudies in the movie. Like, that's, they what quite, that's why I'm saying usually <laughs> I don't want I do. I do. Usually, right. I don't do this, but I'm going to go first because I had two extra. The Christopher Walken one. The first I got that guy. You mean the... The the coach yeah, hands the, up. I didn't do Christopher. That's fine. Well, it's such a, it's a cameo. Like that's why it's like it's yeah. such a small thing. Well, I heard everyone say like it was a person that just needed gravitas and to walk in a room. So initially I thought Bill Nighy, but I'm like shit needs to be American. I did Harrison Ford. He always talks in a whisper now. I like that. And everything is intense I do now. Like that. With uh, most of our recasting, that's like in a better version of the movie. Yeah, not yeah. this shitty version. <laughs> Sorry, this this version. <laughs> this paint by numbers. Ah, oh, it's a schooner. He always talks in tense and in whispers now in his like older that. age and in disappointment. So I feel like that's pretty easy for him. He it just need he I, would hold the weight yeah. of this movie just needs a little Christopher Nolan, if you know what I mean. I don't know. But, it just but needs some not darkness. too much because we still scenes. need a plot. Well, <laughs> we need like <laughs> we need I, I don't need anyone. to be like what what is it the Calgary Games? Like it was <laughs> at the beginning of the movie. Like not too much Nolan, just a, just a just little a, more. Just a sprinkle. Um. Okay. So I went uh, John Voight because this okay. is him in another version of the yeah, movie. Yeah, they look very similar in their older age now. Well, too. John Voight plays this type of character all the time. John Voight, Anaconda. He's, um... <laughs> Yeah, that one. Uh, National Treasure, right? Yep. Okay. I said Anaconda. Mark. You can go back to as recently. Uh, we've no, done Anaconda. Surprisingly, maybe two to three movies with John Voight yeah, in it. A few. Uh, you can go back to our four Christmases. I like John Voight. Uh, the other random one I did was Jeanette, the the, the German housekeeper at the ski resort. Uh, you wanted to say something else, Jeanette? No, I think you were thinking Janet. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep doing this for some more. So, I kept it. Uh, well, Jeanette, I did Megan um, Mullally. She's from uh, Will and Grace. She's Grace. No, she's not. She's their best friend. She's the brunette. Um, she haul or she oats? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> Helen Bottom Carter. You might know her as Bellis, Bellatrix Lestrange. Oh. In every other... 
Tim Burton. Tim is Burton. that how you say that? Bellatrix, mm-hmm. Bellatrix Lestrange. Oh, it might be Lestrange. Whatever Jim Dale says is the right way. Yeah, I don't hate it. Uh, what about the dad? Eddie's dad. Who'd you guys do? I'll so, start because mine sucks. Bob Hoskins. Oh, I did Bob Hoskins too. Oh, really? What'd you do? Just, I did. Well, you kind of you kind of almost ruined it, but I did Bill Nighy. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. I like oh, that. See, I thought about putting him there, but for some reason, I, I I put this gravitas on him that I don't think everyone does. So when Bill Nighy, the yeah. dad's kind of funny in this movie. Yeah, so, so I, that makes more sense. But for some reason, when I think Bill Nighy, I think. Stoic, stoic sometimes. Yeah, he, no. Well, he does both. He does play yeah, stoic. I know. He, he does, does, does well, play. Yeah. It's whichever you want. He can do both. He can't do a mixture. It's all silly or all <laughs> stoic, though, and I love him. I like both versions, though. Well, at least that's how I've seen him. Bob Hoskins. I like that you guys both were on the same wavelength. There. I just thought gruff British guy that kind of looked like the dad. Uh, yeah, that might be the right one, but I actually do try to recast him. He, kind of, he was like a younger dad. Like I could have seen like... Um, I'm, this is an American actor, but Jason Sudeikis, like with a mustache. That's the fun like of it, that. though. We're 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 not it's more looks based. I that's guess. the fun of it with the casting, though. Already, they weren't sp- sticking to uh, like you didn't have to be of said country to be playing that part as much as some other movies. Oh, uh, well, are you just America. saying that because Hugh Jackman? We didn't have to do necessarily country appropriate casting just because they didn't. Well, you don't. I try I mean, to. Don't have sometimes to do that. I, yeah, me too. Sometimes but. I wonder if you guys like do like have that same thought process. Sometimes. Uh, if you go back and listen, I just do a pretty similar to this is who I'm casting. Uh, let's move on to the mom. Funny enough, I'm keeping it in the Shaun of the Shaun of the Dead world. I'm doing Pe- uh, Penelope. Wi- uh, uh, I'm doing Penelope Wilton. She's the mom from Shaun of the Dead. Miles away. Miles away, hon. Oh, I um, love that. Actually, I love that. I thought of that for sure, <clears throat> but I thought it may cut off. So I did. I guess she's a better, uh, or at least a more accomplished actress. Mm-hmm. But I did. Um. Um. Olivia Coleman, she's in the Crown. I'll take a, I'll show you a picture. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That works for me. That's great. She would play this role Uh, time and time again. Um, there's a Netflix movie called The Lost Daughter. She's in The Favorite, The Crown, The Lost Daughter from 2021. There it is. The Father. I've been curious about that. Yeah. Anyway, she's good. She's in Hot Fuzz. She's the ah, that's right, Naughty. Okay, that's right, New York. Okay, yeah. Uh, I like that. Yeah, I actually liked it a lot. Thank you. Uh, everyone did the mom. I, yeah. No, nope, Mark, we haven't. Heard. I did maybe my favorite movie mom, oh. Mary Steenburgen. Oh yeah, that's a. I mean, you can't be wrong with that one. Can't be British? Wrong with that. No, does better. No. There's no. no way that Mary Steenburgen does a like, good. Oh no, something tells me it's still gonna be in her kind of voice. But that's fine. Wow, cameras two for two. Mike Tyson and the Steenburgen <laughs> bringing it hot today. That wasn't too bad. Like what I known from bad. the moment that it was gonna be here. No, but now that we're talking about it, that's not bad at all. Oh my god. Who are we on to? I think we're on to Perry here. I kind of don't hate mine. I think he actually came up a second ago, but uh, James Marsden. He's around the same age, kind of same look. He's Cyclops from X Men. He was also in Westworld. Um, he's the Isn't brother in Sex from... Drive, where he's like, "No, you're, you're going to know him from Hairspray." He kind of does funny roles. He was on Thirty Rock too as Liz's boyfriend. He's another one of those guys that one. He's like super handsome. Yeah, but he's honestly he kind of comedic. Ne- no, he's more of a character actor. Yeah. Like he never broke as a leading man, which is weird. Yeah, I don't I, even know if he got the option. Like Notebook, he's the other guy. Like he's always the other. The other guy. guy yeah. Yeah. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. I mean, right? exactly. He might be in that movie, 27 Dresses. I can't even remember, but I'm pretty sure I he mean, is. kind of in Westworld, he at least had a chance to... <sighs> no, but he's playing the other guy even in within that story. Yeah, he's, of, like, but he is a good actor and kind of funny, so... No, he is. I think he's more funny than anything. Yeah, agreed. Right? He just happens not to that be... Not that bad? Not that bad? No, I think that's fine, especially because he has some... 
It's Hugh, weird. Hugh, yeah, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman's like the leading version of him, even yeah. though they seem to be similar. Yeah, right. Huh? Well, I'm going to up that to a better version of it. It's Bradley Cooper. Role he'd be great oh. at. One. I did Bradley Cooper, too. And top. I think he could probably just smoke a cigarette better than, than uh, oh, Hugh Jackman. That, that's hey, for sure. There's no probably. That's a for and sure. And we've also, if we have or haven't seen A Star Born, he can play an alcoholic, like a real alcoholic. Now, <laughs> right. Whatever the fuck you Hugh Jackman. can back. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, that's a way better I version. have this as another maybe, and I try to use him all the time, but could you let John Hamm in this movie? <sighs> of course we could, Cameron. But okay. here, okay, here's the problem with John Hamm. Sure. Always is. There's no problem with John Hamm. Always is, Mark. Karate, karate, karate. <laughs> That's what I try to say. He's funny. <laughs> and he's Don Draper. But doesn't he look like he could have been an Olympian in this one at least? Give me that. Yeah, he, he, he would have been in the darker. He, you know when a movie's dark? He's in the, he's in not the in tones, but literally the, okay. The, the, okay. the. You know what I mean? I got you. But here's what I'm saying it's tough to see John Hamm in a lot of things because I haven't seen him in a lot of things. I get that. Uh, should we move on to Eddie? Yeah, I'll go first because sure. mine's super. Super uninspired. Yeah. I did Tom Holland. Okay. I did a similar body size. I British. Hate it. I hate it. All right. I agree. <laughs> no, that was fun. <laughs> so I, I did too. I, okay. I'll that, give you who I almost That did was my first end. choice, honestly. And I, I, I did Tom Holland, but then I, I came up with someone better. Was it, can I ask you who it was? Yeah, it was Nicholas Holt. He, he's from Warm Bodies. He was also Beast in uh, X-Men. Oh, I like that guy. He's warm right? Bodies. Yeah, he's likable. forgot that's, about that movie. The, he's a little more likable. I just watched it. It's on HBO or something right he's now. He's like a four to five year tear, and now yeah. he's like doing TV and stuff. Yeah, he was killing it. That's why I'm saying he could have done he's this really well. Because he also plays that kind of goofy, uncoordinated well. He plays, he yeah. plays the unlikable goofball. But not a goon. There is like a Sorry, quality likable that, goofball. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're saying dweeb. Yeah. Oh, also though, I did write down Josh Hot, Josh Hutcherson. We're doing a body type. We're just doing yeah. small guys. That's, I don't want to see that movie, but I could see him in the movie. You just want to see him with his shirt off. <laughs> I'll, I'll save you to the one that I thought was perfect for this, in case Mark says it, and I want. Yeah, Mark, really quick. Right, let's stop beating around the bush <laughs> yeah, here. It's, I just did. Uh, well, I did the same for young and old. Oh, I didn't do a young. I did uh, Jonathan Lipnicki. Okay, I got so much. He's that kid you hate from the '90s with the spiked hair. <laughs> Stuart Little. Uh, oh, yeah, I do hate that guy. Yeah. but that's Little good because because yeah. I do think Eddie the Eagle's hateable. <laughs> what What do you guys think about Nike? Because I think this guy in real <clears throat> life has some awkward body language tendencies. What about Daniel Radcliffe? I have. I literally have him written here Why too. Didn't Daniel Eddie Radcliffe. Save him. Oh, yeah. he might have been. He might have actually been really good at it. Hmm. Yeah, actually, I do like that. Damn it! I, I think just I want Daniel him Radcliffe. in the more serious version. I know, again, it'd be a serious. We moment. all want the more serious version. We Daniel Radcliffe with some Bradley Cooper. We got a better movie. We got a better movie. Let us know what you guys think out there. But I think we just made ourselves a masterpiece. Let's move on to Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Can you do uh, Steenbergen once again? Yeah, give me, give me something to say. You guys can't. No, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> more to like. Mount Rushmore top four. Welcome to Mount Rushmore, top four. Uh, if you, you just heard the intro there, but Jordan won Rock, Paper, Scissors this week. Uh, this week, we're doing our favorite sports movies with more obscure sports. So we're trying to take out football, baseball, basketball, basketball. and kind of leaning away from boxing, but... 
We'll, we'll hockey see. can be on the table, but I think boxing I think should hockey, all be Hockey's off the table. To. Hockey's off if the you table. Ha- judging you, by the argument we're having, I think we left these off anyway. So moving forward, it's going to be weirder than that. Okay. Yeah, we're doing so, more obscure. Jordan won Rock, Paper, Scissors. He's going first this week. What's your number one? My number I'm one jealous. is a movie you may have heard me talk about. A lot. A lot on this podcast. It's 2000-something Biscuit. I thought that'd be your choice. Beautiful set design. Beautiful costumes. Beautiful score and lighting. Ho-hum stories. (laughs) Goddamn, is it not worth a a two-and-a-half-hour watch? And I did actually just hear this on SNL last night. The 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 horse that played Seabisk in the movie just died at the age of 24. So in honor of that, maybe there's better options. I'm going Seabisk. Seabisk. Just out of curiosity. Well, actually, Mark. Never mind. Sorry, we don't want to ruin that. I was going to say, name some other horse movies off the top of my head. Um, Secretariat. Hey, 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 hey. We got people to go. Okay, so up next. This is a little unconventional because it's not really a sport, but funny enough, after I wrote it on my list for my number one, I saw it on the list, so therefore, I saw it on other lists, so therefore, it's fine. Rounders. It's told like a sports movie. Hold on. I... I, I took it off my big board. Rounders is a sports movie. It's told as one. The action is displayed as no, it. No, Rounders is Rounders. a heist movie. Fine. Well, it's sports it's almost noir. Yeah, I, I disagree. Like, Fine. We're taking it off. This the, man. He can't boo. do two. He can't do two. No. Well, I like the Are you going to allow him to? Here's what I like. That you just disregarded the rules. and he, Yeah. Went, I he, think it counts. It counts. Do you know why it counts? Because list on the internet agreed with me. Okay. Do you I know why it, it doesn't count? I did see it come see? up a lot. But poker's not a sport. It, it is if they were in a real... But this is the underbelly, seedy side of poker. This is not a real competition. Let him rebuttal. I want to I hear what he has to say. It's told like a sports story. The movie is depicted in a sports fashion. And also, poker has gotten into like a li- like into this kind of shit In now. the way I that did. has a final showdown, has yes. It? And I know that it's a real competition. But Rounders isn't that. Fine. Then I'm going... Anyway, but do go back and listen to our Rounders. <laughs> episodes you'll hear is not compared to any sport but it is a great movie great movie Fine. one of my favorite movies i love that movie. screw you all i'm going I stick i'm growing rush that movie with uh, that's the good. racing movie from a couple years ago with uh, formula one hemsworth formula one. yeah yeah liam hemsworth ron howard directed yeah it's, it's a really good movie yeah good movie it is a good movie i'm not going to disagree with that go back and watch it if you got the time and if you're listening to our podcast you probably fucking do so <laughs> just Mark, like watch the movie who'd you have is yours right, cameron wants to be all cute that was a little too cute, but listen, Rounders is good, but it's, not it's a sports movie. I'm I like cute too. I'm going to bring it on. Oh, all right, okay. All right. I, I like, like it. That. that makes more sense. That's a real competition movie. <laughs> that's a competition. That's a competition <laughs> that's, movie. That's a competition. Okay, I like that. Going to bring it on. Um, which one? One. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to put. I didn't mean to put words. In no, your no, no, Dunst. no. Bring, one, bring no, it on two back in the habit. No, no one thought stick it. Too. That is a little bit more of a competition. Stick Shout it. out to stick it and our fan Lexi and uh, Tysa. Uh, just to get a little more obscure sports in there, I did think Alley Cat Strike, the Disney made for TV movie damn. bowling. We got a bowling. It's a bowling there movie. Are a lot of good uh, Disney, Disney sports movies. Miracle in Lane, whatever with Frankie Muniz. I gotta go Brink then from them. Oh, Brink. yeah. Brink's my OG. Motocross. Johnny Tsunami, man. That that covered Johnny a couple tsunami. different I mean, sports. What's their basketball the one Irish. like? Is that the lucky double the Irish trouble? One? Double, the Irish. Oh, okay. well, oh, double. They have a few basketball ones, my friend. Well, luck of the Irish He's is the one I know. His finger at me again. Isn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> I, I'm a shusher. Good honorable mentions that I didn't say. I'm not. I'm not going to say boxing because I think it's like a category of its own, and we could. And I'm sure we have. Or we, we, we can get there though with Jordan, this. Jordan, I want to. I want to quiz you real quick. Go ahead. Name. Three golf movies that I'm thinking of right now. Okay, obviously we're gonna put Ten Cup on there. Sure. Obviously we're gonna put um, Legend of Bagger Vance. Okay. Obviously we're gonna put Greatest Game Ever Played. Oh damn! 
Uh oh. Happy Gilmore. Keep going. Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. There's four. I know. And there's actually one more that. with like Caddyshack. Uh, yeah. There's two. Uh, golf is such an underrated sports movie. Sports movie. I if it wasn't for Seabiscuit and that I have to like I have to bring it up, I could have easily gone any of those golf movies. Yeah. I mean Caddyshack and, and, and Happy Gilmore just alone. If you want to get weird to make believe basketball and we can get some maybe oh, yeah. dodgeball. I mean you there are some ones that are kind of yeah, this, clearly obscure. I mean, what's so great Invictus, is we've got rugby in there. Oh yeah, I, I did think never so seen that. There's, Neither. There's two ones that I'm like, I'm sure these are great if I ever see them. Invictus ben and Blake Fo- Beckham. No, Foxcatcher and Invi- <laughs> Foxcatcher Wrestling and Invictus. I've I've seen Ben and Blake Beckham. My mom's Denise Jones. Forgot, um, the the Big Green. I hate the Big Green because you want it to be the Little Giant. Exactly. Oh, okay. I know it's out there. And that's it. That's as simple as that. Kicking and Screaming with Will Ferrell. That's uh, actually not too bad. This is actually one that was on a lot of lists, has many sequels, but if we want to get into fighting, Karate Kid. Ooh, that would have been great. That would have been fun. Kid, I did see that on the list. That was on a lot of lists. That couple, is a competition. There are a couple one. of billiards pool movies out there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What's the big like, one uh, with... Um, um, Tom Cruise? Um, no, with Paul Newman. Oh. The Hustler, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Tom Cruise has another one, but I can't, I can't think what it's called. Uh, Warrior, that ultimate fighting movie with Ooh, Tom Hardy. And that's a good that other one, guy. That's man. a really good inspirational movie. At the end when he's tapping, that's going to get a tear out of me. When the brothers... So, oh, God. To, to point out what everything we felt was wrong with this movie, like it was too generic and a little too cute, even though I still liked it, it gave right, me right. the feelings I wanted. Warrior's just dark enough where like, oh, that, that's good. 100%. It's pulling at the strings. I don't think that's based off a true story, but I quite enjoy it. I think so it's little very loosely As much is. as anyone yeah. is. About boxing being its kind of own category. I, I liked that. because there's, there's too many big movies with it. You know what I mean? You want to see it. The sport itself isn't, is too, but there's just so many good boxing bo- yeah. movies. We yeah. couldn't throw it in the ring. And kind of the same with, with hockey and just our movies up to yeah. come. We didn't want to. And I do want to make one more shout out. Just the racing movie scene. If you've not seen Ford versus Ferrari, it is a glossy really good. good movie. So good. What's What's interesting about these racing movies is um, you could think, oh, they're just like action movies or driving a lot, but there's so much character development involved in them. Yeah. That, you, that would surprise me. That surprised me. Name Name a, a cute boxing movie. A cute one? There really isn't one. Uh, like, team no. of two. <laughs> okay. okay well cameron's like i've, ne- I've never seen it i just know it exists and i've seen clips uh i, I know like cameron's yeah. favorite boxy movie to go off on a cinderella little man cinderella mm. man and if you like that try sea biscuit it's not that bad uh so that was our take on obscure sports let us know if there's some good movies we're missing out there and thanks for listening to our take on eddie the eagle if you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on social media at Cult Classics Pod, and you can write in your movie request to cultclassicspod at gmail.com. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>